0: listening to Married to the Ministry, which is part of the Love Worth Finding podcast network. If you are a pastor's wife looking for encouragement or for practical wisdom on how to manage all the challenges of your role with a smile on your face, we're so glad you're here. This is your host, Janet Addison, and I'd like to help you embrace truth and delight in your ministry life. I've just made some yummy hot tea, so why don't you grab a cup and let's chat for a while. in high school my favorite one of my favorite tv shows was magnum pi it was the hot new show um at that time and i loved it uh because well first of all you know it was tom Selleck, (laughs) and um he was a private detective and he was always you know investigating things and it was a quirky had a quirky sense of humor um But I'll never forget one particular episode where Magnum was out uh, kayaking in the ocean. And somehow the wake of a passing ship um, overturned him. And he ended up in the water and his, his kayak got away from him. And the whole show was pretty much him treading water. In the ocean, and he, you know, it it portrayed him getting exhausted. It uh, every once in a while, a, a boat would come by, and he would try to get their attention. But more often than not, the engine of the boat was too loud; they couldn't hear him, they didn't see him, and they would disrupt the water again. And it would, it would, you know, stir up where he was, and it would get him all choked up and and struggling again. And uh, I don't remember that there were any shark parts in it. But um, I just remember feeling exhausted watching him. And he was gone for, you know, hours and hours, I think, before anybody realized, hey, he should have been back by now. And then they went to hunt for him. And, you know, his friend uh, T.C. had a helicopter, so they they were able to find him. But it was a very suspenseful show, and he just was bobbing in the water, getting exhausted physically. He was, uh, you know, he was traumatized emotionally. And I just have remembered that for years because sometimes I have felt that way. And I wonder if you have, too where you're just surviving um in life and sometimes you think ah oh, help or relief is right is, is 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 on their way i can i can see it and it doesn't turn out to be help or relief it just kind of splashes more water on us and 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 we're, we're continuing to struggle and we're getting exhausted and and uh I'm afraid that a lot of women kind of live in that spot, and especially we as pastor's wives, ministry can feel like that sometime. And so I wanted to start this new year—Happy New Year, by the way—out. I've been praying through um, the types of episodes to have on the podcast for this year, and I really felt the Lord calling me back to— um, our tagline which uh, for Married to the Ministry, which is we're trying to embrace truth, which is God's Word, and delight in ministry life. And we haven't really talked about delight a lot. So um, we're going to talk about that today, is what delight is and what that looks like in ministry life and you know, is it possible to be delighted as a minister's wife? Some of you may be thinking, uh, no, I don't think so. But um, I want to start with uh, a verse in John chapter 10, verse 10, and I know you're going to be familiar with it. It's um, where Jesus is telling us, um, you know, Satan is here to steal and kill and destroy. But my purpose— I have come so that they would have life and have it abundantly. And so I did a little bit of study on that verse. And um, the word um, life means a active and vigorous, happy life with every kind of blessing. It has uh, connotations that mean uh, we're devoted to God, blessed. And these blessings are obtained through our fellowship with Christ. And then the word abundantly, and that's really the word that trips us up sometimes because we don't think we have abundance in Christ often. But abundantly here means over and above, more than is necessary. And one commentary actually used the word super added, which I thought was really cool. Jesus came not just to give us eternal life with Him after we die, But His plan is for us to have abundant life here on earth. A couple years ago, I was having lunch with a friend, and we both kind of were in a funk and kind of in a a difficult season in life. And we agreed that, you know, sometimes if if this is abundant life, then this is is not what I thought it was going to be. But if Jesus came to give us abundant life, and we don't feel like we have abundant life, Is Jesus not doing His part, or am I not doing my part? Jesus came to give that to us, and so we have to accept it. And sometimes that means recognizing it and choosing to have abundance, even if we have to choose it as an act of faith and we're not feeling it yet. You know, years ago, um, there was a... Popular TV show called Desperate Housewives, and I didn't watch it, but I the I I felt like oh a lot of people probably can connect with the word desperate, um, and it's kind of the opposite of the word delight. But you think about the culture that we're living in now, especially since twenty twenty, um, you know just. Satan is really on the prowl, more so than we have seen. Um, you know, it—it it just the evil is growing around us. People are feeling more desperate. They're feeling more lonely and isolated. There's more anger and agitation in our world. People are uh, overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling some of those things too. You know, Pastor Adrian Rogers, one of the uh, hallmarks of his preaching was his brilliant alliteration that he used in sermons. And <clears throat> that's, that's kind of how I prepare my lessons lots of times when I'm teaching is because that's just kind of how my brain thinks after listening to his preaching for so long. So anyway, I have a couple of uh, C words here that um, I identified with as I was preparing this episode. You know, we feel overwhelmed because there's chaos in our homes. I am not a cleanie. I am not not always a great housekeeper. And for for a long time, I thought, well, when the kids finally grow up and get out of the house, this house is going to be clean all the time. And guess what? It is not. I finally realized the problem was not them. The problem is me. So I have lived in a house that looks chaotic before. And maybe you have too. And if your house is in chaos... Our hearts are in chaos, too. It is hard to feel peaceful when we're stumbling over clutter and mess all the time. Maybe you're experiencing confusion in your role as a ministry wife. I know um, I see a lot of uh, pastor's wives struggling with, what am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be? Uh, Who am I supposed to be? Pleasing, and how on earth am I supposed to do all these things that that everybody thinks I need to be doing? Um, you know, there's not a cut and dried mold for what our role as a ministry wife is supposed to look like, and and the confusion in that, and feeling inadequate or less than, really makes us uh, feel more desperate than delighted. Another C word that we can probably all identify is complaints in our churches. People are in our churches, and people complain. So I know that uh, you know there's a reason why God put in the Bible to not have uh, murmurings and disputings and not so discord among the brethren is because um, when we have complaining hearts and ungrateful hearts, you know, it not only poisons our own mind and heart and uh, limits our amount of abundant life that we're experiencing, but, um, you know, when you're around people who complain, it it washes off on other people, too. So that's another thing that can, can steal our joy. Maybe you have, uh, you know, your finances are cramped. Um, Ministry is not a lucrative profession for most of us. And most of us, God blesses us through ways other than financial sometimes. But, you know, Jesus said that He was going to provide all of our needs. But sometimes when you're trying to pay the bills and there's just not a lot left over, sometimes that can make us feel more desperate than delighted. And sometimes there's conflict in our marriages and even when we're married to good men who love the Lord and are in the Word and are following Him, that doesn't mean we're not going to have problems in our marriages sometimes. Lots of times it means Satan is going to be attacking us more, and we really are more at risk for having serious problems or conflicts in our in our marriages. So all of these things kind of pile on top of us in our hearts and our minds. And we think, okay, I'm not feeling delighted as a pastor's wife. I'm not feeling like I have abundant life in Christ. So I just want to give you five words of direction. Uh, We're in a new year. And, you know, my favorite day of the year is January 1st because I love the whole concept of a fresh start, a new calendar new goals. A lot of people will come up with a new word for each year. I've never done that. But if if I were going to choose a word for this year, I think I would want to choose delighted. So I've got a couple of words here that uh, words of direction um, for the new year. So I hope these will bless you and encourage you to maybe rethink some things in your own life, in your own ministry, in your own marriage, and prayerfully consider, okay, Lord, why aren't I more delighted in this life that you've given me? Why am I not recognizing the abundance? So here are your words. Number one, the first direction is down. And <laughs> when when you think of down, I want you to think of put the phone down. <laughs> Put the iPad down. Put the TV remote down. I think Satan just had to be tickled pink when all of us got um, got these super smartphones. You know that that do everything for us. And instead of becoming a tool, I think we have allowed them to become more of a master over our lives rather than a servant that helps us do things. And I think. If we would be on our phones less, we would hear from the Lord more. We would be aware more of opportunities around us that God presents for ministry or for connection with people. We might could think more clearly if we weren't always on our phones. So my first tip for 2024 is put the phone down. Number two, the direction is around. And I want you to uh, wrap your arms around the people in your life more. Um, When we put the phone down, that frees our hands and our arms Mm -hmm. to love on others. And so I just encourage you to spend more time in physical um, affection with your husband, you know, and that might mean having more. Moments of intimacy or just holding hands more or, you know, hugging on it more. Um, Wrap your arms around your kids as often as possible. They're not going to live in your house forever. And everybody needs a mom hug, whether they realize it or not. So I encourage you to love on your children more while they're there with your hands and with your arms. Wrap your arms around the people in your life. Um, And I mean that literally And I mean it figuratively, Um, as far as making connections with people. Who has God put in your circle, um, put around you that you can love on more? So, around is our second direction word. The third direction word is behind. I want to encourage you to quit looking behind. So much of our joy is stolen because of regrets. We are mourning uh, disappointments. We are grieving over um, things that didn't turn out the way we expected, or we are still holding on to offenses of, uh, you know, hurtful words or actions that were done toward us by other people that we can't seem to let go of, regrets. um Forgiveness, we we don't forgive people, and that keeps us in the past and locks us down and prevents us from going forward. Philippians 3.13 says, uh, Brothers and sisters, I don't regard myself as having taken hold of it yet. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. And there are several places in Scripture where God tells us to set your eyes forward, look ahead. Um, So we can't let things that happened in the past, which we no longer can control or change or undo, all we can do is look forward. So if there's something in your life that is in your past, something that happened behind you, I encourage you to just let that go and quit dragging it around with you, whatever that may be, however that may look. But um, abundance is not found in crying over hurts from the past. So Quit looking behind, and let's look forward. The fourth word of direction that I want to give you is the word in. I want you to stay in God's word. And do you know, I know you know because you're a ministry wife, but I just want to remind you that we are followers of Christ, and John 1, 1 tells us that. In the beginning was the Word, with a capital W, and the Word, with a capital W, was with God, and the Word, with a capital W, was God. Jesus is the Word of God. And if I want to be closer to Jesus, I find Him in His Word. So as Christian women as wives, as mothers, as Sunday school teachers, as youth leaders, as singers in the choir, whatever God is calling you to do or wherever God has placed you to serve him right now. Everything we need, you know I mentioned earlier, I think it's Philippians 4:19 says, "My God shall supply all of your needs according to the riches in Christ Jesus." Anything you need is in Jesus, and Jesus is in the Word. So since we're in a new year, I encourage you to get a new study plan for God's Word if you've been struggling with that. Um, But stay in the Word because that is where um, God teaches us. That's where He corrects us. That's where He promises us these things that um, He has for us. And it's going to be hard to have an abundant life and to be delighted in ministry life if you are not a woman of the Word. So in, stay in the Word. And then the last word I want to leave with you, the last word of direction, is the word OUT. And I wanted to make this very practical. Um, Clear out something in your life that is a mess. Um, clear out your calendar. Um, maybe, you know, you've got too many activities that you or your children or your, you know, your family is, is too involved in stuff. And it's wearing you out. It's causing friction in the home. It's making you fall behind in uh, time where you have to be healthy with exercise and proper meal planning you may be too busy with all these calendar activities that that you're not spending good quality time with your family members or you're not getting proper rest or you're not having enough time to be in the word so i want to challenge you to prayerfully look over your calendar and think through you know this may this may require a family meeting do we have to do this right now in this season, or can we wait? You know, I would say take off everything out of your calendar, clear out your calendar of things that are not absolutely necessary for a while if you find yourself in a place that you're feeling more desperate than delighted. Or another way that we clear out is, good grief, tackle that closet that's driving you nuts find an area in your house that is out of control, not the whole house, just one place that you can clear out and get in order that will give you a little bit of relief and won't make you groan every time you open that door or that cabinet. So those are some new directions for the new year. And I hope that, uh, these will bring you some peace in your home, some delight in your home, that it will eliminate some of the things that are might be making you feel desperate or agitated or stressed out. And by implementing some of these new directions, that you will begin to experience more abundant life in Christ. And that's what I have for you today. That's kind of what God's been teaching me lately. So... As we go throughout the rest of the year, not every episode because we still have lots of wonderful ministry wives who have great stories and testimonies to share with us that we'll be talking with, but throughout the year, I'm going to be talking about more ways that we can incorporate delight into our personal lives, into our spiritual lives, into our ministry lives. So I look forward to going over some of those topics with you because they are going to be uh, things about you know, how to get our houses organized or how to manage our money, how to get a meal on the table, (laughs) you know, just practical things like that. So I hope that's something that appeals to you. And I'm looking forward to having those conversations with you. But until next time, I just want to say bless you. May God bless you. May He bless your family. May He bless your ministry where you are. I pray that you will walk closer with the Lord this year, that you will find new closeness with your husband, that this will just be a great year for you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you again soon.